Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. <laughs> now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. Just got flashbacks last night as I was watching The Disaster Artist again. And then it just reminded me that I've had that out of Redbox for literally like two weeks now and haven't returned it. That, that was my first my first Redbox rental. And I was like, this is why I don't rent these things. Oh, man, you're bad at this. <laughs> terrible. My God. Absolutely terrible. I was shocked that you use Redbox at all anymore. Right. And I'm like, of course, you just steal from it. Because I was like, they don't like, you know, on the very, the, the limited amount of things they have, because I don't have all that crazy shit you've got, you know, for what you can watch and shit. Like I, I've got like my friend's Hulu account, like my friend's, my mom's Netflix account, these things. And they don't have that on there. So I was like watching it. I, I picked it up thinking, how hard is it? Like you could take it anywhere. It's a red box. You could drop it off anywhere. Nope. I yeah. like, I know it every day and I still haven't dropped they it off. They overestimated our willingness to leave the house. Right. That was their first mistake. I just hope they cap it off at like the price that the DVD is actually worth instead of just like letting it go. I'm going to try to remember to take it on my way home, but that's probably not going to happen. You spent $35 on the disaster artist on yeah. DVD. And this is and all because then... of damn James Franco in the intro there. That's all. <laughs> that's the only reason why I brought this up. Because what we really have for this podcast episode for all of you guys is actually a fucking special treat. I, I, I so love that we agreed to keep this one short <laughs> and then went on a two minute red box. Yeah. Rant. Okay. That's what, yeah. Red box and weed will do that to you. So, you know, we have a, a buddy, Chase Nugent on. He fucking, we, we just really. Slurs. Slurs. Chase Nugent on. He's a rapper. He's yeah, a Chase Nugent, Nugent, however you want to look out for him. And he yeah. did some really dope shit for us at uh, our downtown Santa Ana Cinco de Mayo event. Yes. And when he came out, um, you know, I wasn't sure what to expect. Didn't know the guy. And so I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, I was just happy that there was a rapper, like, even for the novelty of it alone. And then, yeah, dude just came out and fucking crushed that shit. But it was more, yeah, even more so than just the skill. It's the, the charisma and everything else that came with it that we were like thinking, okay, who are we going to bring on this week? And it was funny that we both just, you know. We both had we, the same we idea. We both had the same yeah. idea before we even talked about it. And then it worked out last minute, as it usually does with us. <laughs> Super last minute <laughs> for just about everything. But, yeah, I think that you guys are going to truly enjoy the show. Um, you guys are going to learn a lot if you are also aspiring, not just with rap music, but in just about any musical field or any uh, creative field whatsoever. You know, uh, the, the ideas of... Uh, writer's block or you know a lack of creativity and how you can kind of get around that and you know um what you can tell yourself to to get you out of the the mind shackles that the haters follow our upon usual us. format yeah. Yeah. dick joke uh pop culture <laughs> deep life lesson and and rounding out somebody's creative journey in order for you to apply it to your own and you can hear the bong tokes in the back as usual yes <laughs> usually what's going down all hitting all the classic beats yeah so a couple things we've got going on this weekend uh we have art in the park it's going to be our seventh art in the park the monster mash theme come out Rock out with us, dress up as a monster, bring your monster art, do whatever you want. You don't even have to follow the theme. We just want you there. We want you dancing, having a good time, uh, you know, meeting fucking people of Orange County and just, you know, spreading that love and creativity. So come out to that. Um, anything else that we know? Of? Oh, yeah. Also the same night, uh, Retreat Takeover by K-Tribe. 
down in Mission Viejo. They're going to be, you know, bumping some fucking dope-ass techno and house music. So come check that out right after Art in the Park. Good shiggity shit, man. Yeah. So I think uh, first I want to shout out our guest still uh, chilling on the couch over here. And make sure that I'm plugging his SoundCloud, right? Because that's soundcloud.com slash Chase Nugent. That's Chase, like, uh, you know, just like it's spelled. And Nugent, N-U-G-E-N-T. Like Cat Ted Nugent. Scratch, like, Reva, yeah, dun, dun, exactly. Dun, dun. Yeah, or if you know him from racism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, way. goodness. Goodness gracious. And so you guys, make sure that you uh, follow us on social media as well. That is at Let It Bleed Cast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to the show. And I just don't feel like making up a weird abstract reason right now <laughs> as to why you should do it. You should just go ahead do and do it. Just do it. Yes. And so do, do, do it. that. Do and then do it's, it. what was your Instagram again? Uh, Chase Nugent, just my name. Just Chase Nugent, my God. That's only one name you have to remember. And of course, we will be linking all of this in the description of this episode. Yeah. And we're on Spotify now, bitches. So you better fucking tune yeah, in. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I love that. We like, started from the bottom, now we're here. And we sharted from the bottom, now we're here too. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, well, boy. This anyways. is the kind of hard-hitting stuff that got us on Spotify. So exactly. We're going to let you guys get right into it. Enjoy the episode and let it bleed. because I actually talked to God while I was doing tarot. <laughs> Put on lots of other drugs. He was the one who told me to do it. Yeah, he was like, he's like, well, actually, just see what you pull. If you pull the tower card, then maybe you should actually. <laughs> he never answers my phone calls. That's some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I hit him up, had him on speed dial. I was like, yo, God, what's going down? <laughs> what up? All I right. Text his ass. I, I hit him up on Messenger. Like I can see he read that shit, but he doesn't <laughs> respond. It's fucked up. Dude, I don't know what was wrong with me today. I had like gnarly heartburn and I ate healthy. It was the weirdest thing. Uh. Yeah. I, I guess it's know. just getting old as fuck or something, or not drinking. Or not drinking. <laughs> right? I was like, I need something to wake up. Your body's like something's wrong. Well, something's wrong. I have been ha- like consuming a lot of caffeine in the last few days. Not coffee, but just like. Well, Joey made these like chocolate covered coffee beans that were supposedly like three times the so, strength of whatever. Not was. coffee, just all the extreme shit that's coffee's made from. Yeah. And you ingested that directly. Yeah. Okay, but it wasn't coffee. Chocolate covered coffee beans. Cho- like, is that even good? <laughs> I've never like chewed on a coffee bean before. That doesn't sound enticing. It. These weren't bad, and they got me all fucking definitely like hyped up i was fucking running wired yeah running around but i mean that was like a couple days ago or yesterday so i don't know if it carried over today. i don't know i I haven't slept i don't know why i'm this (laughs) fucked up no i slept great i didn't want to wake up this morning might have been it might be the weed too anyways well you know what just keep imbibing stuff i'm sure it'll it'll figure itself out you know what i mean (sighs) yeah Well, well welcome guys would you like one i'm down there you go Oh, nice. Those are tasty little ones out of L.A. Golden Road Lager. Nice. I love Golden Road. They got some good stuff. Cheers. 
Cheers. <laughs> Shit. I'm going to I'm going to get up and give you nothing. give you a cheers even though it was a couple weeks ago. I'm giving you a cheers for your fucking um for your, for your performance yeah you're fucking, set, you, at the at the, the art walk they dude. hit me up the morning before too they're like, <laughs> like alright do you want to get on site I was like fuck yeah and I was like just what like, what do you got and so they sent me like their track list but then like specifically like the first five songs and then I went through those and was just, like putting together just like pieces of shit and trying to like come up with stuff and then yeah. some of it was kind of just go for it and hope that something happens right but i was pissed because i there were like three verses that i like really wanted everybody to hear and those were the three verses that i like fucked up on and then, <laughs> so then all three of those i like got through like a third of the verse and then fucked up and just had to freestyle the rest of the verse it's like god damn it you know well, i think from that, an outsider's perspective it yeah. was clean as a hell man. nice that yeah. just goes along with Pretty much every you know artist is their own worst critic because you're no, you know what you're expecting you know what you want to get out but every single other person had no idea what to expect yeah and I think the most important thing about that is that you like you know you went with the music and it flowed and it was like something that actually was like nice to listen to it wasn't like you, you hear a lot of different people try, get up there and try to like spit on the mic and yeah. especially like nowadays with the style that's going around you know it's, it's kind tough. of just like it's like it's like what the fuck like you you kept it at a very just like you know consistent i mean the music itself too was very complimentary and it wasn't yeah. like it was of its own it's new it's new enough yeah. and it's it's like oh this is fresh it's like underground hip hop that's like fresh, you know, it's with just the new age. Yeah. It's like, beats, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm not as, as big into it as I used to be when I was younger, but like, I felt like, you know, MERS and like Dell and, and yes. all that stuff, the stuff Absolutely. I grew up with. Atmosphere, know. all those totally. Nas, you know, like right. the, the, the lyricists and well, and that's the thing. Like it's, it's so hard for me to like hear some of the shit nowadays. Like <laughs> oh, when yeah. you see this, Little fuck, little peep yeah, with six hundred million fucking plays and six hundred million downloads and like. Well, you know, and that's that's the thing is that I'm very. I, I let people. I, I stop trying to argue with people about what's good and what's, what's not because it is all it's all our thing it's, and you like yeah. whatever you like and I, I know that I, people exactly. will be able to justify in their own way why it's art to them. There's no point going down that road. It's just, you know, right. there's kind of a thing that you just, you got to just like, eh, brush it off and just say, hey, exactly. well, this is what I like still. And, right. you know, like that you definitely can't come at me for not knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, like, you can't really give me shit for right. not caring about that. Like, exactly. I, I mean, I'll, I'll let you do it and like it, but don't try to like yeah. act like I don't know something about right. hip hop because I don't listen exactly. to the fucking, yeah. what's his name? That, to, that dude. Although it is kind of entertaining as like a rabbit hole to go down like while you're at work, that Takashi or Takashaki or whatever is six nine guy, whatever. Oh, I, the, I think I know what you're talking. The about. guy with like the rainbow colored hair. He's like, and I guess there was like this whole thing. Yeah, his, that guy. His whole thing was that like he. I know what you're talking about from the rainbow colored hair. Yeah, <laughs> apparently he's he's like just out gone out and said that he can do whatever the fuck he wants wherever he wants like gang wise you know he could just show up wherever and so obviously that's gonna cause like this big old like problem with all these like people and so it, it's it was real it was like a bad movie but in real life like they have youtube videos of like these sorenos in like you know los angeles like going on there and saying there's a green light on him and like if he comes around and he actually even got into a huge brawl at an airport with these dudes I you know like open up your mouth <laughs> oh for sure and uh ah, thanks man <laughs> oh right on it's fucking long oh i don't think i've had this one before 
continue. No, no, no. But yeah, anyways, that kind of shit. And I'm just like, like, is this for real? This is this is real life. Yeah. Like this guy has like crazy amounts of followers, and that's like where ma- like mainstream hip hop is nowadays. Like that's where it's at, you know. I was so far removed from it. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. this shit? Well, I, mean, oh, I yeah. feel like it's always going to be a certain sect of it. You know what I mean? Like, while I was bumping, like, in high school, like, Atmosphere, Living Legends, Immersed, yeah. and all those guys. Like, that's still when people, like, you know, I'm a 50 Cent was, were in their heyday and stuff like that. Yeah. And so there's there's always going to be, like, that separation, I feel. You well, know, just you say compared to these guys, you're like, damn, this shit yeah. was good. <laughs> and so you're that, right, you're right, you're right. So that yeah. is, like, the new 50 Cent. Yeah. Fortunately, it's like, yeah. it's like Migos. So I'm like, that yeah. is fucking... Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like they're. You it ain't watch good, out. But... They'll straight up shoot you with the fucking rifle. Right. So I'm like, I'm not saying shit. That did good for their fucking uh, <laughs> career right there. You know, yeah. like having them on there and that making them, you know, bringing that that bad boy image or whatever. But yeah, that I, it, it, you're exactly right. Like when I was I mean, younger, I thought with... the same thing about Fifty Cent. I was like, this shit's fucking whack. But if I listen to a Fifty song now. Compared to like the oh, some yeah, of the no. new shit that's out of I like love shit now. this shit is pretty like, dope. <laughs> Sometimes it takes you a while to really. To really so to I wonder if that's it. gonna be there. Maybe like you know, maybe in twenty forty, I'll be looking back. I'm like, you know what? Face tats and skinny jeans actually did go together, bro. You if know? they start <laughs> playing at a club anytime, anywhere, it doesn't matter. Like if you were to ask me when I was in high school, a senior, when these songs were playing, I'd be like, fuck this. But if they start playing, they see me rolling. They hated patrolling. <laughs> they trying to catch me riding dirty. <laughs> that shit. I worked at Disneyland, and we would have like they would have Power 106 going on in the back of the house when we were like making burgers and putting that shit together at the the hungry bear restaurant and like the same that song and booty 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 rocking everywhere booty 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 and then remember the other one so lonely so lonely that fucking Uh, a chipmunk uh, song oh with akon yeah yeah yeah, 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 those were like the songs that would play like every 20 minutes not even bullshitting you're You're like what the fuck see that's the benefit of history is that like the the worst of like that era kind of just does tend to fade into the background and you forget about like so lonely by Akon. Or <laughs> oh Akon no! In general. Until you hear someone, you're like, "That was tight." Like it just takes you down memory lane, you know. <laughs> you remember, like, you know, one of the first girls that you like made out with or something like that, like behind, uh, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean right. during the fucking uh, the <laughs> when they when we were working. Uh, I was working. Is this at what happened? Is this what happened to you? Basically, during that <laughs> time when I was working there, I um, I had to. I was also working, and then uh, my girlfriend at the time went to uh the grad night and i had to work the grad night and so like i ended up sneaking out and this was also where like when they were redoing the whole pirates of the caribbean shit and so there was it was just one of those fucking crazy things that you remember as a kid you know of course yeah i snuck away and i'm pretty sure i got in trouble but i also couldn't stay awake for the life of me like who would have thought like i i couldn't stay awake at all if only they had like you know party drugs and stuff back then that would have like (laughs) helped it go on like i could work this shit you know but no it's like Anyway, every song was about how cool it was to smoke weed and how rebellious that was back then. Dude, I couldn't even smoke weed back then. Oh, I, was, I was like, that was even before like I started smoking weed. To be honest with you, I was like a straight like yeah. good boy. <laughs> you know, like I, I same here. I, well, I, I was also like super sheltered too. So it wasn't until like high school and like getting around all this shit that when you start like venturing out. You Where'd know? you grow up? Yeah, I grew up around here. OC went to Newport Harbor. Lived around like Costa Mesa. The whole area, and then, um, yeah, I don't know how I haven't left because I love it's funny. Like, I love 
uh, I, I don't want to say I love other places more because that's like not true because I fucking love it here. But like, I kind of want to get away. You get the like the flavor of other places, and it's yeah. very like enticing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you're absolutely right about the flavor. That's what I've always got, and I could sit here and tell you about all the best places of where I would want to live. But then when I really think about it, it's yeah. like there's a reason why I have stayed here, exactly. and it's because like this is a place you live to dream about going to those other places when you need to escape. Yeah. Because it's not, you know, it's not rural Kansas and it's not, you know, it's not downtown LA either. Like I love, you know, I would love to live in as many places as I can for like an extended period of time, but not like, I don't know, just to be able to move around. Like I I say, oh, I live in the Redwoods and Humboldt area. But then I feel like if I lived there, like went there, I'd probably live there for six months to a year and be like, okay, I got to move. Yeah. I got to move, you know, I got to keep going. I got to, I got to do something else. Um, here's like kind of it's like it's hard to just get out of here though it's hard it's hard to get out for any amount of time because you know in our country you know we are like once you are old enough like you either fucking have to go to school and get a degree to work or you have to just work and you don't get days off like you know you don't get like time off you work in a restaurant you can get a few days off here and there but like you work in a full-time job you're like what nope sorry like i have from like friday at fucking 7 p.m till like monday morning to like get this shit done what are we gonna do where are we gonna go oh so well i mean that's why kind of i haven't well and i i i think a big reason too is like um the scene that we're creating um with the hennessy's keeps you here yeah oh yeah and like we're part of a community now oh yeah and we're creating like an entire scene almost which is kind of crazy you know i have talks with william about it and it's like uh i even wrote an essay on it a a couple semesters ago about like the culture of festivals and how like as you get bigger you start to kind of lose what made it so amazing unless you can keep the roots of it kind of you know and so i'm like having this conversation with, with william about like how do you how do we keep this culture preserved and so fucking amazing as it is as we like continue to grow because it's inevitable you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean it is and it isn't i think that like it just depends i think at a certain point you come to a crossroads with where you decide what you want to do in terms of how big do you want it to get because yeah. you can certainly make it big Limit enough that. to where you can thrive and make money but still, like I said, like you said, you know, keep it, um, keep it to where it's going to, it's not going to lose its, its you authenticity. Know, authenticity. You're going to, exactly. people are going to be passionate about it, but at the same time, you don't want to be exclusive. It, it's not, that's like, the thing. It's like you want to bring people in, but yeah. you don't want to bring them all. Yeah. In. Cause you know that it gets tainted after of course. a while. Um, but, I mean, like I use lightning in a bottle as an example, um, just mm-hmm. because, that was one of my favorite festivals and it's still an amazing fucking festival. But like I've noticed the influx of yeah. the Coachella. Absolutely started the, advertising you know, Coachella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not, and I, not to say it because like uh, I didn't go last year. I went the year before that. And same. that was, and the year before that. Yeah, and then the, to see the difference in those two years was really crazy. Like on how much it grew and how, affected it got well to me it was the same in terms of like what you would experience but then you had the crowd then you have to deal with then you have to and it was like weird i would go in certain places it was like oh shit here it is here's that culture that we're talking about right here's that like the people that are brand yeah, new here's it, the roots that are still kind of like like you know like what are you who are you what are you doing yeah it's not as welcoming not as not his family like yeah yeah and i mean 
it's that like, it's weird because like uh, you know and i hate to i hate to want to like exclude people but you know like i think that's you know why coachella gets such a bad rap because it has so many you know what i would i hate using the term like a fuck boy but like somebody yeah, you know no, who comes that's... in and is rude disrespectful and slapping women's asses well, is littering just, yeah, that yeah. type of behavior you know and it's like there's no real community with that yeah it's complete stranger to stranger yeah. and it's like about the big it's about excess to excess. me it's yeah, like exactly. excess in every form you've got the hugest people that they that money can buy obviously because you get all these people there but you have a literally a city full of people and it's not to say um, uh, let me take it back and and clarify that you know i've had a great time at coachella when i've gone before and you can and it's not to say that there aren't good things about it but you're right it's there's not a community and like i'm kind of more focused on like Desert Heart's the one I just went to was yeah. it's it's whether you like techno is your main thing because that's what people are like oh the, the lineup and I've heard it's, pure and techno. I've heard the it, the vibes are just fucking incredible incredible that's fucking what I'm saying incredible. you know when I went to Fuzzy Puddles and with the Lost in the Sauce the people you know the vibes are fucking incredible incredible and that's why you want to keep it somewhat you know down to that but I think that the the key to it is instead of just doing one festival every single year that you put all the hype on it's creating brand new ones so that yeah. all the time like kind of creating new concepts and kind yeah. of creating new like parties that you're you and your friends are part of but now you have a new thing to roll along it's like yeah that feeling that idea it's gotta it's it's just it's a boom and a bust cycle you know it's gotta it's gotta kind of overgrow and then kind of catch fire and then once it Uh does you kind of start anew with a different thing like you know I, i don't think it's it's really possible to hold on to that like that authenticity that integrity like I, I think it's like it's like a fool's errand to really like try to so you, you don't, know put so much energy so into so you don't think it's to possible to pr- to pre- to prevent it I think yeah, if you're making something that's that good it's there's no it's way you can stop it from like growing it and being awesome and when that word does catch on it's going to grow until it's influxed by enough people to dilute what made that cool but I yeah. think and that, so but I think there's there's a beautiful thing in that you well, know also though and that like and you look almost yeah. like like we were just talking about you look back on it in history like we do like 50 cent who I was like yeah okay now and now I'm like dude he was he was great I fucking love that guy now of course you he's know? a legend well the difference okay this is the main thing I just realized right now the difference between something like Coachella as opposed to something that was always big and had people traveling like well, like what we're talking about with like uh, Desert Hearts, but or even the Grateful Dead yeah. was the fact that you have a community based around people that are still passionate about it and doing their thing, as opposed to a huge event where they just paid a bunch of artists to come and there's no connection between them and the people yeah. whatsoever to influence them to yeah. behave or act or love or do any of mm. these things. So like for instance with the Dead, you know they're always up there. The Grateful Dead, they were always up there. They had all these people traveling from all over because they felt like they belonged. They felt like they wanted to be part of this family. It's the same thing um, in today's time with like the Desert Hearts or yeah. you know the Fuzzy Puddles crew or any like any of the things Serenity that we're throwing gathering, wherever. Yeah, Serenity gathering. Yeah. gathering. Any of the smaller festivals that are doing that, um, you still will get acts that you know are they they want to be part of it. They want to get out there. And, and socialize and I think that you kind of have to keep that alive to keep yeah. it at that level you know yeah. you really have to get out there and communicate with these people exactly. that are there, instead of just treating them like numbers that and I think I think you know your, you can buy your tickets to your festival yeah you can look at artists who are doing that were doing incredible things you know a long time ago and that are still kind of out there you know on their hustle and even though they're like they're the peak of their popularity like has already like come and gone yeah. I think that popularity is not like the measure of an artist's worth no. you know 
So it's like there's still a lot of guys who are out there doing it and just killing it. Like, yeah. uh, you know, Nas Talib, is still fucking yeah, Nas, Talib Kweli, like a lot of these guys are still yeah. out there just fucking crushing it, even though they're not necessarily in the spotlight all the time. And yeah. not everybody's like talking about them all the time. That's fine. You know, because they still got their like their integrity. They got their they got their niche and they're sticking to it. And they still got a devoted fan base that's yeah. with them on that one. Yeah, that no, isn't into the news. That's you know, kind of what I'm trying too, to do. Yeah, you know, DJs and artists that are within the group too that are like basically legendary and have every bit of uh, you know talent that any one of those young foreign DJs that are out there doing oh, it course. from EDC and all that stuff. But it's just you know, it's kind of maybe uh, <laughs> for no nobody's real intent, like just. The universe has kept it <laughs> at its, at its yeah. like, you know, kept it flaming at the right temperature right there just yeah. for a certain amount of people to keep, to keep lit from, you know, that's, right. that's, that's basically it. To keep lit. To keep lit. To keep lit. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. So, man, when how'd you, you get into, oh, it? we had the same fucking thought. Look at so, us. We're so cute. We finished <laughs> each other's sandwiches and everything. Um, yeah. So, like, it's funny. Um, when I started out, I was absolute trash. Um, Wait, a beginning rapper wasn't spitting hot fire like Dylon right away? What? Well, it's funny, man. I like had a lot of friends just like telling me to shut the fuck up. Like, I, I want to say I was like 17, 16 and just like writing flows and they were, they were bad. They were fucking were awful. It was just like super simple. And um, I had this love for, it's crazy. I had I was like a major old school hip hop head. And at the same time I was, you know, bumping bass music and, you know, like old school dubstep and like, like all this stuff. And I never really thought to myself one day I could do this. You know, it was kind of just like, I love the passion of writing so much. And then slowly it kind of started getting like a little bit better and like a little bit better. And then like, it's weird. Cause I don't, really like remember like a turning point ever where like i started thinking like hell yeah you can really do this i think just like this lot i don't know like i just kept kind of going right and going and like and just you woke up one day and you realized oh i'm not bad at this yeah <laughs> and like it's, well, it clicks. it's you, you kind of like you paid your dues it's like yeah. you're on your journey and you're you know, whether you actually had one particular like sensei or, you know, yeah. master teaching you, like even if it was just yourself, yeah. you're going through that. And that's the common thing I've seen from anybody who ever, ever became a good rapper that I knew personally. Like I had a friend that was the same way. I remember in high school, it was like a joke. Everybody was just like, dude, oh, yeah. Jonathan, shut the fuck up, you know? Please. And then, but then <laughs> like he developed an actual like, you know, artist. Uh, he, he became an artist because the stuff, yeah, he had his like persona and everything that he was expressing was true to his life and yeah he like you know definitely just finally accumulated that and it i mean you have to have perseverance like you have to be persistent oh, yeah. as fuck to be a rapper and like oh, you yeah. know because it's like even i would say you know just as like com between comedy and that like you know you right you're up there laying it out in the fucking line for yeah. everybody to hear and you could look stupid as shit as <laughs> at any oh, moment yeah. and feel really stupid as shit oh, because yeah. as a rapper too i mean you could probably attest to this is like like you know there are days where i could fuck around and just be on it like depending on whatever you know oh, yeah. chemical reactions going on in my brain where i'm like I can freestyle with these guys. I got the mm -hmm. beat. I, I'm fucking just going like the word, my word bank is just there. It's like ready to pull yes, from. And point. then there are some days that, you know, like I just, just like, the, 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 yep. like, 
Nothing. nothing. Got it. Nothing. nothing. And that's something that you guys have to like battle with it on a constant basis. It fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. And I had, and it's crazy too. I had like, I had, like, I was having really bad writer's block for a very long time and was uh, definitely like thinking about just kind of putting it, you know, put, putting it off and like calling it quits. My girlfriend was like, you're listening to bass music and this experimental shit and glitch hop and stuff all the fucking time. Why aren't you rapping on that instead of just trying to battle against the millions and millions and millions of fucking old school rappers that are out there fucking doing it when you could be one of, I mean, there's really not that many people doing it. Not, like, not with electronic music, yeah. Especially with like real lyricism and storytelling and sure. the shit that I'm trying to do. Cause like, here's the thing. I don't really have like, a fucking crazy story to tell. I didn't. I wasn't beaten as a child. I'm not half black and have to battle with the fucking you know with with issues of race. You know I've been fucking pretty blessed, which makes it almost like I want to say almost like harder because it feels like you know I'm not you well, know I'm your, not thug enough. Yeah. Or I'm not you know I'm not like to get the uh, respect yeah, that you would use like yeah, in this like, genre specifically. I don't know like you know? will they respect me? You know, but then I like kind of started hitting me like fuck that like just like we're all fucking regular ass people like fucking talk about just talk yeah. about life. There's talk a bunch of people that struggles. are going to these festivals yeah. listening to the same yeah. music as you that are in the same position as oh, you yeah. that are privileged and don't really have. That sort of, you know, like like myself, you know, like it's the same thing. Like I don't have the, well, and everybody can say that they, they on some level, you know, you do or you don't. And, and to somebody else, it's nothing, you know, like comparisons are just fucking stupid when it comes to comparing suffering oh, or yeah. what your struggles are, what you went through. But you for sure have your own struggles. And I think probably dealing with that sort yeah. of idea of having to try to get by what, well, you know, being a white guy, that's being just like, guy, like, like, what do you go to rap about? You know, right. like you have to deal with that stigma and like people just not letting you in. Exactly. And that's something that you're going to have to just kind of like, you know, push past because, you know, it, it takes a while in the game in, in period for Absolutely. anybody, but yet, you know, those are your, your kind of the roadblocks. That well, are, yeah. That are There's a couple examples out there of people who just have not had like the hard life that they do. And they just, they just elevate their stuff to talk about like other people's struggles, other kind of things going on. You got yeah. I mean, or why can't you rap about positivity or just exactly, fucking like yeah. consciousness? Take you know? And I noticed that's what I, I heard a lot. I've, Sugar heard, Hill game I've heard you talking to me. Yeah, well, yeah, so, <laughs> dude. Oh, that I love that fucking shit because that stuff was <laughs> one day we we're like going listen to that and like you know by the like sixth verse or whatever we're just waiting outside the house that we're gonna go and I'm like telling no wait it's almost done <laughs> like five minutes later <laughs> they just keep going just keep going yep but you know like I mean you rap about positivity in a way like not like you know. Like Christian rapping or something that's like supposed exactly. to be really cheesy. Well, that's the point too. And, that, and that's the biggest thing that I'm trying to do is like, I fucking hate when people are cheesy. Yeah. And I'm, tr- I really don't want to be fucking cheesy or cliche in any way. Right. And like, that's a big part of like my writing. And I think too, like I'm trying to get very psychedelic. Like I have a bunch of shit where I'm getting very psychedelic with it where, and I'm like trippy, almost like Jekyll and Hyde type things where you know you you know because like that's expressive yeah because we have those fucking ups and downs like i mean like don't like i i have fucking add i got this shit called lyme disease which fucking sucks like i could talk about that but and like that's like a weird like you can't really talk about that like you know and so it's kind of just like all right well start like what do i you know what do i want to what do i want people to think and it's like well shit i want them to get something out of my message if i'm going to be fucking 
writing and I'm going to be fucking putting stuff on this fucking beautiful artwork. Like, especially with some of the like electronic stuff that I've been going on. It's really like these beats are fucking amazing. Yeah. Like incredible yeah. to the point where I'm like, I don't, I almost don't even want to fucking put my voice on it. It's that good. Like, I don't know if I'm good enough to fucking get on it. And then, but then it's like, no, like I need to be, let's send a fucking message. Let's start like, I, I, I don't want to say start a movement because you know, I'm not there yet, hey, but I'm like all for it though. I've been yeah. dying for old, like hip hop to be more a part of like this culture like what you know? the fuck where like yeah it's, it, well, it, it's merging that way i mean it's such a fast moving uh movement be- of, yeah. of music because i mean when did you when did when you were in high school when you said you were listening to the old school dubstep stuff um, like what year did you graduate high school? i graduated in 2010 <laughs> okay so see for me even just that four years i graduated in 2006 right okay for me 2010 or like 2000 uh, i want to say 12 actually was like the year in 13 where like i would say that i really because like 2010 was when dubstep was like taking off and it was still yeah. in it's like for as oh. far as like the mainstream and popular like, yeah, stuff, it was so. still Definitely. like like barely in it's like the hardcore stages of it like you know that excision shit and then you had like bass nectar and like yeah, guys like that that you would yeah, see that Rusko were more underground rusco too yeah and then, so those guys and then yeah. <laughs> Those guys, you know, like where it was just like, like to me, I wasn't really that much into it. But yeah. then when I went to to Spain, when I was, I like, I just turned twenty five. I was in Spain on uh, like yeah. two thousand twelve, thirteen. That like I started hearing more of like the bass music that we kind of like yeah. what we what we got into, and that was like you know five years ago. Yeah. And so from then you see this like gradual move because when I was in high school or even right out of high school it was like Electro House and like yeah. Club oh, Hollywood shit like going to the heist and like going to like Crookers and Digitalism yeah, and you know fucking uh, all kinds mean, like, all yeah Bloody shit. Beat Roots oh, and, bloody and, oh, and yeah. Justice all of that stuff and so that was where it was that was more high energy yep. like or like you know you got Big EDC House you got Dead Mouse coming out and you right. fucking mm-hmm. all, all of these all of these people but then like to go into that more that bassy side and now like the way it's at like there's like some some brilliant super melodic shit and then what fuzzy puddles you know all those this djs a whole another fucking level so of, i started with kevin yeah. over here uh i worked with kevin star fox uh yeah me i i worked with him at a restaurant that's where i actually met him and oh, then really? we reconnected like like way later he's like hey hit me up he's like hey i got i have uh I just got like certified as an engineer, blah, blah, blah. He, he was yeah. working under somebody in, in a studio and I was like, okay, you know, like cruise through and hang out. And like, at that point, like I tried recording music, I got into it, but I just, I thought that that was like Too not diff- going to yeah, happen. Yeah, exactly. Well, this was the first time working with him where it was like, shit, like we don't even have to go into a studio. We can record this right, right here. here. Yeah. And so we started doing like my music, but we would always fuck around and have a good time because he was like getting better and he was really, really good at the technical side of things, but he was getting more into the bass music. Like that was yeah. his thing, like the bass and especially like the trippy bass because he's a musician's musician. So he's like that guitar player yep. from back in the day that would mm-hmm. like play like crazy virtuoso solos, except now his instrument is a fucking, you know, computer and, right. and mixing board. And he's like doing stuff that only really like other bass producers like can appreciate to the yeah. level of what he's putting it out at. Like yeah, exactly. when you listen to it, you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. This is cool. From like a normal standpoint, we always get into it because he's more of like that bass style. And I'm like, house, I need the heartbeat because right. I like that. But I do like, you bass, like the you consistency. Know? I like, I the... just like the role. I like the like party. I like to be able to yeah. dance and talk and hang out with people. Yeah. 
And then sometimes the, like the bass music can, if you don't hear it on the right system, you know, like when he can show me all this music Change, and I'm just like, changes your mind when you hear it on the oh, sound design dude, system when you're there and intricacies are, and you're seeing this shit and they're painting yeah. shit left oh, and right. And I you're was, like, I was telling him when I went there, I just like grew this completely new, like appreciation for bass music, yeah. but not even just like bass music in general, because like, you know, like I said, there's that. There's like the really hardcore, like old school, Some grimy shit. dubstep shit. Yeah. But like what you guys were playing, what everybody was there was playing was just like the most, like a lot of it was great songs that, you know, mi- mixing in songs or samples of stuff that we grew up with, that stuff yeah. that's feel good. But like just that, like hard hitting, like those the time signatures of like the, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, just like, but what like, the fuck is yeah, going on? But, the, but, but it, it was it, like, it's like a organized chaos. Yes. It, the, you're right. Like it's like sound wise, it's chaos, but it's not, it's not so much like where old school dubstep, like I saw this dude yeah. with this machine that he was literally just pressing any button and had no, there was no rhyme or wah, reason to wah, it. It was wah, just wah, like wah, wah, wah. different like sounds that would like it's line up on their own. This one, this shit was like carefully like planned out. And I mean like, so you had West Bomb go on. And then Kevin right after them, beast. both of them like beast. But then I, it was my first time seeing De La Moon try. Oh. <laughs> like, oh, like what the, oh, the jump fuck? up drum and bass? What and, the fuck just oh. happened to my brain? No, but it was yeah. just like, like it was like it was, was its own. Insane. It was it was an orchestra of bass music. It wasn't a song. Yeah. They weren't songs. It was orchestrated like with orchestral music. You know, you can like they could dun dun dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Like yeah. this was like that shit with bass, so it was like this very like, like on a whole different progressions level. Progressions of like yeah, you have <laughs> like, you have fifteen different stories in one song. Yeah, I mean that's it, kind of what's crazy about it. But that's where it's going. So that's what I'm saying. Like because we all t- tend to get caught up in our what we like, and at a certain point, yeah. most human beings, most human beings. Well, back in the good old days, in my day, they don't really <laughs> right? embrace mm. the future or where they're going. They don't look at it for what it is. They don't really separate the, the ideas or at least allow themselves to have like an appreciation for this just as much as that in its own different way. Oh, I'm good, thanks. And so I'm okay, thank you. What is it? It's a watchman. Okay, yeah, I'll take some. <laughs> I thought it was tobacco. I was like, okay. Um, but so... You know what I was saying is like for for a while it's just it just hasn't hit me. I yeah. go with whatever I really like, and being that I'm I perform blues music and funk and all this stuff, oh, I can go to festivals and dance. Love me some funk, love rapping yeah, on funk. All, all all of that stuff, you know, yeah. blues, rock, oh uh, yeah, folk, all of, of that shit. But like I love it. That's why I fucking Led Zeppelin to Incubus to fucking yeah. all over the place. Everything, you know? and that's what I listen to in my daily yeah. life. I usually reserve uh, electronic <laughs> music or dance music or for house music systems. for when you go to party, go yeah. there because and for me it's like I don't, I don't really like care to dig into it and once the festival's over yeah. I'm good I listen to my other music and go yeah. back to it after uh, Lost in the Sauce and then this Desert Hearts I've been to so many before but for some reason after this one I'm like I just want to like I listen to bass and techno. Nice. <laughs> like, that's all I want yeah. to listen to. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I like well, and here's the thing: I like consider I call myself a, a one percenter. Um, let I am. Just, oh, you probably were hitting the oh this one. Yeah, because it like folds up. Um, so I am very critical with music, um, especially, like especially electronic music. You know, so I you know like a lot of the music I'm fucking digging. You know, and like half of the shit there's like this I'll find brilliant shit that's like some of the most amazing fucking creations of art and it's got like 600 fucking views or plays or 1200 plays I love finding that shit though I really do and it's like so 
it's weird because like I'm kind of going into this niche scene that's like it's like very I don't know it's very small and growing this like like this it's basically you know like this fuzzy puddles type shit where it's like not everybody understands that I was trying to show my fucking homies at work you know like oh this this is weird. This is too slow. This is what? Is, what is? They're not this? listening to it on that what system. What is this? Yeah, that exactly. They, you have to. Yeah. Because I'm the same way with Kevin. Like, you know, he'll show me all this stuff, and like, and it also, like I said, it's one of those things where you, it's, it's mu- music for like-minded people in the beginning. Yeah. You know, until yeah. eventually, it gets, you know, where it needs to go, and, right. and it takes off and and becomes popular. Yeah. But yeah, I'm the same way with it too. I'm also very critical on it, yeah. just because I'm not like as enthused about you know going out and and making it doesn't mean that i can't appreciate what's good and right. what's not and you could also separate it by just two simple rules like you just feel it or you don't you know exactly. when you're there like you'll know that it's good or not like right. and you because you, all of those things click at once the idea of like well is this super trite is yeah. this something that like, I hear all the time? Yeah. Are they throwing just like, you know, cheesy lyrics over it all? Right. Like, is it part of that like EDC, like and mainstream? And these are all like, the fucking things that yeah. go into my head as yeah. a fucking rapper yeah. and writer mm-hmm. because like it's so difficult because it's like I'm playing this game. I'm playing a game. I got to fucking please myself and make yeah. myself fucking happy. First but I got to fucking make yeah. you guys happy if I'm going to go anywhere. But you also look at – I know that you – like you said, you like you – I don't know, because I, I, I think that I, I can relate to you on so many levels. When it comes to performing, at least, like you have to put yourself outside of your own body as if you're viewing yourself yeah. there, watching yourself. And if you're satisfied with what you would be doing, like if you would be stoked on what you're doing, yeah. then that's all that really matters. You yeah. know, you got to make it for you and you only. You exactly. first. But then like when you are genuinely doing that, everybody else or the people that really are recognizing or paying attention for, you know, something that's that's real, like they'll they'll feel that energy. They will yeah. feel that. They'll it will go into them. There's no doubt about it. And I and I think that's why like when I was telling you about that writer's block, I I broke out of it when my girlfriend told me to start fucking doing shit with bass music or with like the shit that I listened to because I start I was like oh shit I fucking love this beat so much oh like there's 16 bars that are have just kind of drums and there's nothing you know like let's fucking put a verse to it. let's see if I can put a verse to it you know yeah. and it starts like you know I'm practicing and like you know things are coming together and then you know before I know it the writing's back and I'm just like in love again like a little fucking kid which was like kind of what I was missing because I was I mean I was just doing straight old school hip hop, which I mean, I love it, but at like, you know, it, you it's a dying keep, breed yeah. as well, you yeah. know? So I, it was like, you got to keep reinventing well, yeah. yourself and all I, the time. And I love the niche that it looks like you're falling into because what, what really sold it for me was when, uh, was when they, when they dropped, uh, shut up and groove by, uh, medicine and Masego. Oh yeah. And yeah. you went in on that one. And I was like, I, I didn't even yes, know, I didn't even that. know that, uh, they didn't have it on their fucking set list or at least I didn't see it. So oh really? I didn't, so I heard it and was like, "Oh shit, I gotta get up in this." Yeah, <laughs> man, that was sick, man. Because I love that song, "The Death." I'm like, "Yes, this needed to be in there," you know. And there's yeah. a there's a there's a bunch of cats out there like that who are really doing it, and I can't like yeah. I try to find them as soon as I can because yeah, like when you do find that, that is such a rare thing that somebody really just applies that like that style, that rhythm, that logic to this whole other genre, you yeah. know. And when you're kind of forced into that that situation of not having enough to talk about sometimes we're not really wanting to fight like you know compete in that ring like yeah. if that ring's not for you like moving yeah. to this one over here like that's perfect yeah you 
I love I love this where this conversation has gone because this is definitely the understanding of how things naturally form into true creative artistry rather than the people that set out from the beginning and stick to this rigid uh, guideline of where they think yeah. they're supposed to go based on who their heroes have gone. You yeah. know, you have to love all of your heroes and take a little bit of what you've learned from them and yeah. like kind of throw them into this fucking crock pot and just yeah. let it fucking yeah. marinate. And pot. when you get those moments or those times, those periods of writer's block, as you say, yeah. you got to just remember every time now moving forward that that is actually the time where you're like supposed to be experiencing other things in life that will give you that inspiration that, that will inspiration one day that will one yeah. day come back to it and it is this sort of not necessarily cyclical as i've i've started to realize more and more it's more of this like fractal like going in in spirals type of thing but it's definitely not a linear plane no. like you're you're learning the same lessons over and over again in exactly. new ways and that's yeah. where you come to reinvent yourself constantly you yeah. can't get stuck in something or if you really like something that's just like you know of a certain style you know that let that be one persona of you and then right. go create a different one. That's right. why I love fucking like David Bowie. And I love guys like right. that where they can just kind of have the different eras of their, their career. You know, where yeah. you can, oh, those are the, you know, that's the Ziggy Stardust days. Or, you know, that's right. the, this day. And you go and you're just like tap into that. And the, it's so fucking fun, you it's, know, creating these alter egos. And, it, and it's, it's funny because like a lot of people get mad at artists even too because they do that. Because they're like, hey, I miss even at myself, you know, for like, I'm going to use G. Jones as a specific because... He has a very different style than he did three years ago. And I loved his style three years ago. And this style now, I'm kind of like iffy on, you know. It's amazing in this way, you know. But I'm like, oh, well, like I kind of want you to do this. And at the same time, I'm sitting back as an artist knowing like, don't fucking judge him for that. Right. Like you should be, you know, that's why mm -hmm. I am supporting that. Because yeah. it's like, you know, that I, I'm kind of like battling, you know, I'm. I'm battling with that right now on like what kind of like sets I want to have, you know, am I going to just go all over the fucking place? Is that okay? Like, can I do that? Or do I need to like, you know, be kind of rigid and like, you know, and there's this like this. It's that terror. balance of trying to figure out what you want to do, especially for people who are extremely creative that have so many different allies. There's always going to be a point where people don't understand or like it, or they judge it for like, they look at it a certain way and a great example would be Childish Gambino for me personally oh, yeah. before when I was like looking at it, you know, it was like that guy was just, you know, kind of still, you know, uh, like he was letting his all of his different creative talents marinate into this thing to become what it is right now, what it has become in the last few years. Because when I looked at it, I was like, this guy's just trying to be everything. He's trying to be funny, but he's not that funny because I can kind of see right. like his old stand up. When I listen to him, I'm like, he's not that funny. When I watched his comedy shows, I'm like, he's really over dramatic. Yeah. When I listen to his rap, I'm like, it's not that great. But you just let it fucking marinate haters, long enough. Man, hater. But you let it, but you let it marinate long enough. He and is fucking golden at yeah. everything. Not from yeah. the beginning. Not from you the beginning. Lie. If you yes. guys watch the community, no. community, well, fucking amazing. See, that no, that's shit. the thing. So 30 if, Rock, and, one of the greatest comedies of all time. Which that he wrote, 30 Rock. That he, he fucking wrote, wrote that? Yeah. God damn it. Or for, like, I he was a writer on it. Like that's, a where we're, that's where you and I are different, though. I can't get into 30 Rock. 
I you really, can't in, you can't get into good things apparently if you don't like not, no. if you're if you're not a fan of Donald Glover's entire career, man. His but, entire career, no, but not necessarily. Taking no. I definitely think he's gotten a lot better, and you know that's where that's just a personal opinion too. Like yeah, that's yeah. that has nothing to do like like I'm not trying to set the tone for anybody else's opinion right. either. Like that's just where I'm coming from. Like that's why I couldn't get into it when I was younger, and then or when it was just a few years before. But then uh, what was that? Um, Alas, Awaken My Soul was the last yeah. album uh, that he oh, came good. out with. Uh, I was like, I thought that was like one of the best albums in the last like 10 years, you know, yeah. like, like, oh my God, this shit's fucking amazing. And then you watch Atlanta and you're like, holy shit, this is probably Just one of the best out. shows yeah. in the fucking last 10 years. Yeah. Like, you know, like, wow, like you, not every project that an artist does is going to relate to every single yeah. person, you yeah. know, and that's why you got to continue to do all of these different things yeah. and reinvent yourself and do that because you will finally like reach that audience, you know, yeah. just be true to yourself. Time will tell, you know, and it will take you there. And you're right. Yeah. There, there's always going to be those fucking and it, haters. And that's the thing <laughs> like, too. No and what. it's like, I always like, I, w- I would get mad at uh, artists when they would, cause in LA, you know, it's a very mainstream audience. So a lot of DJs will play to the crowd, as you would say, you know. Right. They play a fucking certain set because it's LA and they play these certain songs, you know, and I fucking hate that. And so like moving forward, I'm thinking am I going to do that too though? And At a certain I, point. Yeah, like I can do I kind of have to or do I just say fuck them, be me and give it a go well, and be that, weird and that's a really tough thing crazy. to do especially for music musical artists i'd say because especially in the industry now yeah. people aren't making money off of record sales no. it's all about your live performances or like you know appearances or whatever you do so if you have to devote all of your time to touring and making your money off of that like you're going to put a lot of work into it, but that's a fucking exhausting thing to do. It's you know, like when you go on all these shows and you have to do it's it day exhausting. in, day out, no matter what, it gets old. Anything can get old. And so for me, the key would to be to, to, to keep it fresh is to like very, limit yourself, be very selective. Like this last year, um, Gorillas went on tour and this is probably like the most that they've ever gone on tour and like toured in all these places that, yeah. but they were so selective for so many years same thing with Daft Punk you never fucking no. saw Daft Punk and it no. didn't matter you know why because people were buying their albums and it was a different yeah, time it, day, was, yeah. it was a whole different fucking thing back then Yeah. and now it's like you have to realize so now have, it, you, have you seen this um, this new ne- the Netflix show that came out that was uh, Rhapsody yeah. No. Yeah. The that, episode of The Logic is amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yes. Good. Okay. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, yeah. I did see. That's Real the only quick, one I saw. But this reminded me of Gene Logic right here. was basically go back to I didn't even me, know who he was. Uh, when I'm like 19 and Logic and his old school shit yeah. was fucking incredible. And that was who I, uh, I uh, put as like my person. Like, okay, this is the skill level that I want to get to. And this is the person that I'm going to kind of like. <laughs> Watch that. And it's funny, too, because, like, right now, I don't really love his style anymore. Like, I don't really listen to his shit. I love his old shit way more. But, like, and but he created completely different personas. And he's absolutely fucking killing it. I'm so bummed I didn't mention that I was, like, I saw that in you before. Right. And yeah. I, I didn't say it, but I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, no, he's definitely got, like, a logic vibe. Like, I did. Yeah. When, you, when you brought it up, I started laughing because earlier, as you were telling me your story, kind of, like, you know, like, it wasn't, like, a gangster story and this and that. Yeah. That's what I thought to back right away. And that's also what I was thinking of when, you know, I was saying about, creating like the positive message like i mean in certain ways 
because he is dealing with the younger crowd and a lot of the people that are his fans are Very really young, young but they are going through shit that's crazy mm-hmm. like you know like a lot of people like contemplating suicide and you know it's almost it almost seems like you could definitely create a parody and I'm sure that there has been some oh, yeah. sort of thing about artists like him that go and do that sort of mass scale like, like mass message thing uh, yeah. but if it fucking saves like people's lives and yeah. make people feel better than like damn I have that's fucking I powerful. have a couple tracks <laughs> that's like uh kind of it's that in a sense but in my own storytelling kind of talking about just like the feeling of being like trapped but then the feeling like of going through that and the different battles that you kind of face and how you kind of slowly climb your way back up and you fucking to that light in the tunnel essentially you know like you're that. climbing like yeah. that's that's I, I I even use that as like a in one of the lines but um, it's kind of like I'm kind of doing that a lot with a lot of stuff that I'm like writing because it's something that like I feel like we battle with every single fucking day and we don't life, talk about it. Life is about duality and no yeah. matter how you twist it or look at it or what main, what regiment you try to get on that's going to try to eliminate as many of those dark corners and alleyways as possible, you're on this path your own path mm-hmm. you're going through it you're gonna go through some fucking dark places at yeah. times but that's what life is about because yeah. it's only on the other side of those the dark those dark alleys uh-huh. where you can really appreciate the light again yeah. you know because oh, everything we're talking yeah. about it gets stale the light can get stale it's like if, who wants to live on a path of just pure bliss and enlightenment the right. whole time like that's not even a thing like tell me somebody who does do that and right like, I'd be like okay well whatever you know because exactly. I certainly am not living that life we yeah. all have these trials these tribulations whether no, no matter how big or small yeah. and we oh, go yeah. through them and we learn from them that's the most important yeah. thing is that we have to learn from them and artists want to just fucking you know express and share the things that they've learned through their own experiences yeah. that's what art is no matter yeah. what way you look at it whether it's, it's visual art everything it's expression and you're talking about shit that moves you in any which way whether yeah. it makes you laugh whether it makes you cry whether it makes you sad why do you think writing about the saddest shit for some people is the only thing that saves their lives yep. <laughs> that's, yep. that's exactly what it is yep. That's fucking art. Yeah. It's expression. And that is why art is the most important thing. As we talked about in our last yeah. message, like art can save the world because it's the one way you can relate to fucking people oh, without fuck yeah. like going straight up to them and saying, <laughs> you have to do this. Right. It's like, no, talk about an issue that strikes a chord in their heart. And they're like, oh, fuck, you know, I, I should probably see, like, yeah. do this this way or that oh, way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And way more effective, you know? Like that's why it's so it's important. That's why it's so important, and it's only it only makes sense that establishments want to eliminate as much of the funding that goes into that. Like, or yeah. you, you know, you have people that just like want to discredit like the importance of art and what it does for people. Right. And that's what we're doing this show for. We're I mean, we're doing this how, show yeah, to like, get people like fucking, you on to right? like talk about yeah. how important it is to each and every one of us to pursue these passions. Yeah, we're going through our fucking nine to five jobs. We're working all of this shit and doing what we have to do to get by. Just to get by. We're not saying get rid of all of that and be oh, stupid, no. you know, but like we're saying, you know, do what you can to give back yeah. in the way that you can yeah. through art, through your art, through your expression, through, yeah. through sincerity. Yeah, exactly. It's, I, it's such a trip, man. Like, uh, small little story. I, a long time ago, when I uh, first came out of college, I was like, so I was raised, my parents raised me like, super Christian, super sheltered, didn't really have my own, get like create my own opinions like because of that or like my own beliefs for a very long time until like I, I 
really when in high school because like I was away from all that and I could you know be alone and see the so thing. for you yeah. got it earlier than you for me I, I didn't realize it until my first room trip oh really wow. I didn't realize until my first room trip wow. that really that like you know because I, ha- I did my own thing out of rebellious nature yeah but like in the back of my mind it was like dad's always right yeah. the bible's right this is what's right yeah it wasn't until my very first room trip that was like Nobody knows every, shit. Every, nobody knows nobody shit. Nobody knows shit. You don't know shit. shit. Yeah. Everything that you think you knew your whole life yeah. is not right. Like, you know, and it's yeah. not wrong. No. But it's not right. You know, yeah. it's like, don't like, you know, don't like, because then a lot of people make the mistake of hating that side when they yeah, go back to exactly. it. Exactly. It's all love. You got to go back and realize that we're all just on this perpetual state of making mistakes and learning from them. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's so weird. Like, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure for you too. Like when you talk to your parents who are still rigid in that, like, we I mean, don't like, talk about it much, but yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I try. I, we we kind of learn. We kind of learn to yeah. just like, my like, parents they, haven't. They know. Haven't. Yeah. I don't want, it's, it's a tough thing because like for me, I could, and if for anybody else, I would sit there and like challenge somebody's thoughts. But you know, when it comes to, it's like like the thing you don't ever want to fight your dad, no matter what, because he'll always kick your ass yeah. just because he's your dad, even if yeah, he's like course. seven years and whatever. Like he's still your fucking dad, and he'll put you in your place. And you love your dad, and you don't want to ever do that. So it's it's like you know you don't want to challenge their beliefs because it's not to say that your beliefs are even right over theirs. Right. It's just you were living in different times and you yeah. were going up in different ways. Well, we have different and then you know so you. Have to, you need to pick your pick and choose your battles, yeah, yeah. you know. And so for them, it's like you know they they're right in so many ways. In a lot of ways, like you know they're the ones still fucking heavily supporting and taking care of me. In a lot of ways, like I'd oh, probably yeah. on the fucking streets if it weren't for my parents like bailing 100%. me out of a lot of fucking things, 100%. you know. And and so the lessons that I've learned from them and what they have given me, I can't discredit that. A lot of people are like, oh fuck your parents, don't listen to your fucking parents. They don't know shit, you know. We don't no. need this and that. Like, no, that's like, no. that's complete like disrespect and also stupidity. Like, you, like you know, we're all we're all going through this thing where you have to take and extract the good lessons from everything yeah. and then realize what's bad or what's useless yeah. or not useful to you. And you don't and even see those things 90% of the time till way down the line. Oh yeah. You're looking back at Hindsight it. Hindsight is fucking yeah. ridiculous. Oh yeah. And like, I mean, my, you know, like, like you said, like you your dad, you know, like for me, my dad's like probably my biggest like role model. And yeah, he, you mine know, too. so like I, it's tough. It's tough. Um, just because, you know, like with all I do, I'm trying to please them too, you know. And right. I feel and I feel I feel kind of bad, you know, cuz they, you know, um, I am like I am smoking weed and doing psychedelics and right. you know and all, and, all, and not I'm not I don't go to church and I don't, you know, Same I don't believe shit. in religion. Same I believe shit, in, you know? you know, creating your own fucking mentality and perspective, the law of attraction, shit like that, you know, where it, and it's like I feel, you know, I I I, I want you know, I don't want to discredit anything that my dad has ever, or, you know, my family has ever done for me, you know? Because like, you can't. It's you just can't. A, it's, a, it's a completely, like, I mean, in the idea, in the grandest, weirdest yeah. me putting on this, like, whole fucking, you know, it's all simulation fucking theory type of idea. Right. It's like, we really Absolutely. are playing on different frequencies, like, different levels of video games all the time. So his existence is very different than yours. Because Absolutely. perception is everything. His perception of the way the world works same with mine. Yeah. Same with a lot of other people's dads is like very different. Like we, we were talking about it before too, like how the world is just such a different place for so many fucking so people many all the time, but yeah. it's all going on right now. And so it's not to discredit or take away from that, but what at the core, deep down inside, 
beyond like what they say they want or what they don't want. They just want the best for you. And at the end of the day, if you can get where you got to go, and this is what keeps me going too, is the fact that like, okay, one day I will make all of this happen. I'm not going to be lazy and just let it fizzle away and become a burnout because that does happen, unfortunately. And those are examples that people try to use. You know, I'm going to continue to persevere and show that I can take care of myself and do this and give back. And give back. And then that will be all of the, you know, the satisfaction that they need. The, the it's proof. It's a trip. It's the a proof trip. Because they know, but they but they're, it's a fear thing. You know, yeah. they want the best for you. Ultimately, no matter what it is. Of they course. might think that they know what it is because they're only going off of what their experiences have taught right? them. Based on the economy. And we know that that shit's not consistent. We know that it goes up and down and all uh-huh. the fucking round. Political spectrums change. Like you know, like I we're just, back into the yeah. revolutionary days of the seven or the sixties. You know, yeah. where you know the Vietnam War era, where people are fucking really like starting to wake up and and take you know uh, you know and fight for what they believe in and social changes happening and stuff like that. Yeah. And it is. We have people you know, living now who are you know who have fucking slaves. Mm-hmm. Like holy shit, you know, like I do mean, we really? Is that who are they're probably mostly who, dead, but, well, uh, there, there's some left. There, I'm but I mean, sure I mean, you're left, right. The definitely you know? the culture. I mean, the culture like, is still there, and and yeah. yeah okay, mean. so like for example, I just yeah uh, finished my last final ever got of college on Monday. Congrats, man! Thank Congrats. You. But that degree, like to my parents, twenty years ago or whatever it was, would have got them a job. It would have not only a job, it would have set them for the rest of their life. For us now, it's a completely different thing. That's like, all right, well, you got a little check. All right, now let's see what you can do with it. And you're going to be still bottom bitch and, you know, have to climb your way up the ladder, wherever the fuck you go. If you decide to, you now, know. Now like, you're allowed to submit an application. Yeah. It's well, not. Here, yeah. yeah. Here's yeah. The, right. Here's like, the funny thing for me that that's even kind of more, I guess you could say, sad for, for most people that would look at it. So, like, my parents didn't even get a college degree and they you know they they have respectable jobs really good jobs that have supported and and provided for us in every which way and here i was i had every like you know route to to go to college and all of the stuff provided to to be able to really make it but like my only decision for not continuing along with it was like what the fuck am i going to school for because i went i did through i went through the motions i went to golden west college and i did all that shit like the the general ed at junior college and it was just like, well, I don't know what I want to go to school for. So yeah. why am I going to waste money and go yeah. to school and get a degree? And you made the right choice, man. Because you this really is, did. It's changing, it's you know? heartbreaking yeah. to watch all these kids just yeah. getting crushed by debt because they think they right. have to. Right. You know? I mean, I'm in debt. To. My yeah. parents think I'm in debt because I am, but like nowhere near what these other people are for, for doing the thing. Well, they got a degree and it's just like, how can and you my guys... Parents, like, how do you, like, okay, how so do you not have that foresight to see that right. this is becoming obsolete? Like this degree, yeah. this piece of paper, this, this thing that all of these people have is is like no longer it's useful no longer because yeah. I, and i tell them i'm like mom like, like for i'm not a lazy i've had three jobs last year yeah. i have two jobs right now i work full time and have another job and i do all this shit i'm not a lazy person yeah. i'm broke because shit's fucking expensive yeah. and there's a lot of fucking it's bills a different time. <laughs> it's a different it's time a different it's time. a fucking different time dude yeah well the cost of you know housing went up and the price of consumer electronics went down you know and so that's why these people who are you know they're old or people of that generation just yeah. can't fathom it's like why can't you just buy a house it's like you can afford right? an iphone my god you've got nothing to complain I about fucking buy a house i would love to fucking buy a house yeah well i mean we got like, people who's like, I can what was like pay rent. i'm thinking about you know 
when I, I'm going to get a new car soon, I'm going to have to fucking make payments on that. I'm thinking, can I even survive with the amount of money that I'm making right now? If I do do that in yeah. order just to get to fucking working back, like yeah, we can't even consider going to the hospital. Like it's crazy, oh, yeah. man. No. And you've got people, you've got people in Congress who are like, well, you know, if they just, uh, stopped eating so much avocado toast, they'd have enough to get a house. I'm like, what the fuck planet is everybody living on? It is right. incredibly frustrating, man. So, but that's why we got to like, Man, that's why this should should be respected even more. That people are still, yeah. you know, putting their time into hobbies and crafts yeah. and art and things that, you know, in all likelihood are probably not going to make them like all that much money, but they're still um, you know, they're still going for it yeah. and finding a way to survive outside of that yeah. too, you know. Yeah. And it, it's like a, that ba- like that battle that we we're talking about. It's like if I mean, it's like it's like a it's like a battle against the man essentially almost really yeah to not get cynical and not slide into a life of just yeah quiet desperation yeah as they say, you exactly know? like i mean I, I don't know one of the biggest things my dad always told me he said uh do what you love and the money will come and um like he because he got into right a college a sales job and then it was just you know it was going to be good money at the time mm. so he you know was planning on on just staying there and eventually became really good at it and just decided you know what, this is what I'm going to do for my life. You know, this is a, the safe, you know, I don't want to say the safe route, but yeah, this the safer route, you yeah. know, and I know this will set me up in the long run, but like, in a sense, there's some regret there with him, you know, because he's like, fuck, you know, yeah. I really go after the go like, and that's what sucks I, as an artist I hear that a so lot. much because it's like, fuck man, I'm going to be eating breadcrumbs trying to do this. But like, I think, I'll be so much fucking happier. Yeah. Well, in, in well, I'm firmly so, in that camp right there. Uh, that like choosing the thing that makes you happy over over, over the thing that makes you money. It, well, yeah. Like, it's, it's of like, course, that's a super fucking privileged thing to say. So what the fuck do mm, I know? But still, yeah. But like, no, I think that it's more of an aware thing to say because it's kind of like doing psychedelics, kind of right, or or anything where or where you really get. For the shittier term, woke. What what isn't like doing psychedelics? Dave? Right, right. So so <laughs> that's the one thing that happened to change my my shit. For some people, it's more like yogically, like they would do it like yeah. more like or like through meditation, yoga, and other things. Yeah, I like that word. Like it's it. actually a word. Is it's, it really? It is. That's yeah. dope. That's a uh, Terrence McKenna said it. That's the only reason why I know Thanks, that it's Terrence. okay to say. Ooh. Yeah. So yogically, so you can learned. do it through like yoga, or you can do it through you know. Uh, there, there's different ways to reach this said enlightenment, right? Yeah, like yeah. I'm not going to pretend like I'm enlightened, enlightened or, or yeah, whatever. Cause I, I don't, I, I try to avoid that as much as possible just yeah. to like, you know, whatever, woke, it's kind of, whatever. It's, it's kind all of, stupid. It's kind of it, it kind of, too, yeah. it kind of takes away from, the, you know, the, the, the real, the, the point, the point <laughs> yeah. is we're trying to talk about getting to a point where you're egoless yet. You're, you're trying to establish yeah, right. yourself on a, on a higher level than other people. But you know, there get my point is when you start to realize things, you start to discover these truths. You can't really go back and assimilate into reality the way that you once did, like yeah. without it just being in the back of your mind. Yeah. Like you can't pretend like what you experienced did not happen, and that you don't see things in this way now. Yeah. And it's oh. the same thing. What's what's the show we just saw today about the punk guys that are doing that? Yeah, straight down the stairs. Yeah. Sound Sound breaking? Yeah. With like that mic on there? And oh, they were like. No, the other F word. Oh, the other F word, yeah. 
What it's is- following like all these punk stars from like the 80s and 90s and like following them now what's going on and them as like 45 year old dads like with kids and then like going on tour with all that stuff and it's it's like a you know i, I thought it was analogous to, like kind of what you're talking about there and it's, it was just a really interesting thing to to see you no know, it was funny because that was one thing i remember my dad actually when we were watching like behind the music when it was still going on and there was green day on there and even though this was before like boulevard of broken dreams and all their other fucking like hits so before like, this was yeah, yeah this was like still like you know after they, they they're just pulling people on they're like oh yeah these guys are legends you know they've been in this for like 15 20 years now and 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 whatever so but you had Billy Joe Armstrong going there. He's like, yeah, I can't be like, you know, 45 and like, uh, you know, trying to be doing all this stuff like that. And my dad was just like, nodding his face, like, see that guy, you know, he gets it. Like he learned. <laughs> it's like, it, it was just so funny to me because like, yeah, you know, but the- you could do like a daily show esque like call back to the tape to him now. Well, like- no, I mean, but even then, like regardless, it's, it's, it's just pointless, like even going down that road, trying to like talk to your dad about that because it's just like you know, he we're talking. He's on oh, a it's, different. It's, he's on a different thing than me, and like we have to find a way to just relate and meet in the middle about that. But like you know, when I get into the situations, it's purely for my own enjoyment. Yeah, it really is. I'm just fucking with him at that point, right? You know, because I know yeah. it's a it's a fool's errand. Yeah, and but see, everybody's parents or everybody's personality is different, as we know. So people, like some people, you can fuck with, and some people you can't. <laughs> Mine is True. not somebody you can really yeah, fuck with. But... You don't fuck with them. You just learn to just like <laughs> let it go. And you know what? That's probably a ten- uh, a trait that I'm gonna carry on if I have kids. <laughs> so I'm gonna have that with that. They won't fuck with me because I'm just gonna be like that dad. Like you know, yeah. don't smack. Don't <laughs> backhand. You know, it's all. Uh, you just have to recognize not, love. Not- it is all love like you have to recognize when somebody is coming out of love and malicious and and as we said before we truly believe that most people out there despite their actions or beliefs or what they fucking say in moments of fear and doubt and whatnot that most people are better than they are bad you know that they want to do good for people and that they would rise to the occasion if something fucking bad happened and so we just really need to in every case and way possible like live by example in that way and create good and new ideas yeah i i think it's uh cool that you said that because like um that's really where my music has started like to take a turn and start to like move forward is when i just kind of like stopped worrying so much and started just like kind of i don't i it wasn't like i wasn't being real before but it it was just kind of like I was like being way more supportive to all of my friends and artists and going out there and just talking to everybody and just being like, yo, this shit's fucking awesome. I love this fucking song. Like it's this and better. This and yeah. That and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, it was almost annoying. I felt like I was being annoying to people almost just like, because I was just like throwing it out there and giving it to them, you know? And then no, like man. next thing you know, all of a sudden, like things are starting to go better in my life. All yes. of a sudden. And like, yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting connections from like here and there. And what the fuck? And now I'm working with an artist who I just fucking saw at Serenity who absolutely fucking blew my mind. I yeah. was standing there in front of the stage. Like, I have a fucking collab coming with this guy. <laughs> yeah. And I am not even near his fucking league. And like, here I am like with the fucking chance to do something, Yeah, you know? And it's not really like, you know, I just kind of like just been doing me and like, that's where I've had the most success. And when I was like trying so hard to fucking like live a certain way and think a certain way. And like, you know, it was like almost like that put me 
to the side and limited me yeah. in a sense. Well, like, limiting you and, and it's the fear. It's that, that, that shows you the difference between how your perception can change because before I used to feel the same way. It's just as convicted that I lived in truth, right? And I was very picky because you can be picky because you can break things apart and you can break them down and analyze them in a certain way. But you can choose to look at it this way or you can choose to look at it that way. Mm-hmm. And when I used to choose to look at it in a negative way, I would say, well, fuck, I'm not going to lie to just make you feel better uh-huh. about it. You know, I'm not going to go ahead and lie to make it. But but at the same time, like, you know, now that I'm going this way and loving everything, when I've learned how to do that, yeah. I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. I do love it. Mm-hmm. I've just chosen to fucking like it. Yeah. I like it now. And it's, it's like your brain dope. just... You're really, yeah, because you can appreciate the good things and everything. And when you do that, you really speak with passion and conviction about it. And guess what? You're not going to have people hating what you say because you're just being that negative fucking person in the corner. You're going to have people saying, you know what? Like that guy talks with some fucking conviction. And and that's the greatest thing you could do is talk about things in a positive light with conviction and, and beauty and make them see that. Yeah. And it, they will. They'll start to be yeah. like, whoa. Like they put on a rose, you know, pair, colored pair of glasses and they're yeah. just like seeing the world from a different and that, light. Like my writing in the last two years has really like reflected that a lot more without me, like, uncon- like unconsciously, it's just started happening to where I started writing more about like the fucking downs to the ups because I was at the up, you know, and like all this, all this shit just started kind of flowing out of me. Once I started, like, you know, like you said, fucking having that mindset, that, like, positive mindset and just, like, I don't know. Like, and, and, and even and even still now, it's like, I, I, we all still fucking get anxiety and have doubts all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. Every day I question, am I fucking good enough to be able to make it? Who fucking knows? Like, fucking go for it. Stop, like. Stop thinking so much about it. And- in many ways, it can become more trying, I feel. Like, you know, the more that you, you get into the way that it should be where you... Because you're, you're no longer putting blame or uh, doubt on anybody else but yourself. And so in a lot of ways, that could be like you're digging yourself deeper into that dark side of the yeah. hole. Because, you know, when you have the highs, you're going to have the lows. Like, this is, you know... the. It's all about, you know, like, you know, duality, polarity. Yeah. That's the way the world works. But when you get into those lows, it's about, you know, training your mind to really say, like, all right, this I'm is right. something that's going to pass. Yeah. You know, and, and, and accepting and relearning all of the things that we're learning, you know. And instead of running away and going to the, the simple shortcuts that yeah. supposedly help you get out of it when they don't, oh, yeah. you know, it only digs you deeper into it. It's interesting because I... Um... Yeah, you guys, I think, know my girlfriend, Sydney. Um, mm-hmm. I met her, yeah. Uh, she is an empath, um, if you know what that is. Like, yeah. I mean, we're all empaths in a sense, but she's a fucking empath to the point where she can be standing in a crowd and feel the fucking, you know, feel somebody's sorrow from fucking over there and, like, have it physically affect her, emotionally affect her. And, like, it, I, I don't feel i don't feel i don't get those feelings like that because i was born differently and i have different fucking dna and different personality more and characteristics. of a logical more of yeah. like a logical she's a, sense she's, yeah. a, she's an introvert and i'm an extrovert and like but i'm like starting like I, it's really crazy learning with her because like there's so many things that i don't understand about it and like and just how fucking different we are every single one of us as a person like 
and the shit that we've gone through. Like, you know, I, like I said, I had a pretty good upbringing. She pretty much raised herself. And because of that, she's a completely different fucking person than maybe she would have if she did have a, like, stable upbringing. And at the same time, because of that, she's probably fucking way more mature than I am. And she's three years younger than I am. And it kind of... It's it, all like, relative, though. Yeah. It's all relative yeah. to, to, you know, the different circumstances and in different areas, we all shine. Yeah. You know, and, and we learn As long as you're other. both on the same set of 18, that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let's not get... Let's not go down that road. We're not trying to promote, you know, everybody Toxic. has... Yeah. Not, not, not trying to do that stuff. There are some ideas not worth bringing to the table. Anyways, yeah. Let's continue. But, you know, that's where, that's why the, the connection is harmonious. You know, yeah. the connection between you guys because it's like you're learning something. Like that you, oh, yeah. you guys have something to offer each other not in the Datsic sexual type of no, yeah, way yeah. we're just mentioning, but like we know more of the, that's what your soul needs. You know, yeah. you need that person that's going to, if, if you're at all like myself, who's a stubborn motherfucker who doesn't like yeah. being like oh, yeah. to find somebody who can like really just talk to me directly and like kind of put me in my place and like make me feel a certain way or like, you know, make me like to convict, you know, to put their convictions on me yeah. or at least like, you know, just, I, and, and make me like respect that is like whoa you know yeah. and it's very few and far between but when it happens you're like whoa what is right. it okay what it is what is yeah. what do you have that i don't have you have something exactly. that i don't have right like, now that's how, like, you've got something i, I look I need. up to her so much because mm-hmm. of that because like it's like she has this whole other fucking crazy aspect to her that she has to deal with that like i don't ever have to fucking worry about and like when i see her struggle through it you know it affects me in a way um, but like more than anything, it like, like you said, it's like, it's teaching me like so much shit that I never would have even thought about. And then puts into perspective the way that I think about others and the way that I'm treating others and the way that, you know, like it's this, you know, like, yeah, that, that good relationship yang, will do that. that yeah. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a good, like he said, a good relationship. That's a, that's something that, you know, a relationship you want to be in. Oh Yeah. So, you know, what do you see yourself like moving toward with this? Do you have a goal or a plan yeah, or a direction? Kind of. Yes. Um, I mean, so um, the plan is I'm going to be releasing an EP later this year on this label called Daz Dope Records, mm-hmm. which is a label out of like the Midwest. But it's like they are growing like crazy right now. And wow. they are... They, I give it two years before they're like household names throughout the U.S. as far as like the bass scene goes. Okay. And uh, I, uh, so with that, I've uh, been collecting collabs from tons of artists that have worked with that label and other, or some of other, my, like my favorite, some of my fucking favorite artists that I just reached out to and somehow was able to get them to collab with me and create music with me. And, uh, so the hope is that, um, so basically I'm going by, I think I'm going to, I'm, I think I'm going to go by Nugent, capital N E W and then, or capital N lowercase E W capital G E N T. I like Nugent. Okay. My yeah. last name's Chase. Well, I'm Chase yeah. Nugent. That's pretty cool. Um, people always butchered Nugent, um, and said Nugent. They did? Like, Nugent. Fucking everybody! Oh People my God. that didn't grow up listening to fucking to Ted. Uh, Black Scratch Fever, yeah, uh, Cat Scratch Fever, which sorry. is a lot of people I've realized. And so, um, yeah, so I'm kind of I'm I'm gonna do that kind of 
like and a little bit of that like is a reference to like new gentleman and kind of that like, yeah i like a that. little bit of class it makes perfect sense right away yeah and um you know my goal is um what i'll be it'll be like basically i'll have a dj with me mixing as if it was like a dj set essentially uh-huh. um and what i'm going to be doing is going a lot, some tracks, if they're clean enough to where I can rap on the drop, I'll be rapping on the drop. If it's too chaotic, I want to keep that separate and sure. like rap into the drop because that's I like I love that and it like that's a cool way you to brings like, the hype up to the fucking drop and then boom, no vocals and you get to fucking experience the sound design and the melodies and all that shit by itself without any distractions of. Hear, trying to hear what I'm saying or trying to get something out of my message. Right. You know, and that's because I fucking love bass music so much. Right. Too. You got to like, like give room life. for that yeah, too. And that's yeah. where like, you know, it kind of breaks those barriers of like, you have to have a verse after every, like that's, that's one of the things that like when I yeah. formed the band with my, my buddy Joey, we like broke away from that idea that you had to follow this strict rule. We kind of went down with like the Neil Young thing where it's like, you might have a, a, you know, a verse and a hook and a chorus for like one, even just in a couple of our songs, like just, one part and then the rest is all just jamming and it's the same thing like you get right. like some like you know if you listen to some deltron or something you know you might get right. like some breaks where it's a lot more like instrumental not, and then yeah. you listen to him and rapping for maybe what like in gorillas is a good example like that yeah. with the clint eastwood it's like just uh, two verses yeah. as opposed to like you know going on longer than that and then right. it's like this long outro you know yeah, one exactly. of the, the greater songs of it, exactly. like a super long thing you got to just switch it up yeah. tweak, tweak and, people's and brains I, a little and bit. i think even too is like i I'm not, I, I kind of almost want to like sometimes just play a track without any vocals, without me even rapping. And, and why not? Enjoy some fucking music. And like, why not? Exactly. You know, and, like, and I feel like, well, is that wrong? Does that no. take away from my artistry because no. I'm not doing something? No, you know? that's no. That's, I, that's, yeah. yeah, fuck that. And See, I'm kind of thinking, that. do no, whatever you like. Fucking love for music. Yeah. And wanting them to fucking. You gotta hear this track. Yeah. I just want to fucking play this track for you. Exactly. You know, I can't, there's no room for me to rap on it. Yeah. So I'm just gonna, you know, give it to you. Sometimes a fucking drawing looks better in black and white right? than it does with color. You know, right? Like, or whatever. You know, however you want to put, you know, use that analogy. Exactly. But it's the same fucking idea. Like, do whatever the fuck you want yeah. when it feels right, because that's what expression's about. Yeah. Like, you're doing it as it goes along. Like, that's what it's about. My biggest thing is the collision between hip-hop and electronic music Mm -hmm. and the listeners that i'm trying to reach because some hip-hop heads fucking hate electronic music and some electronic music heads don't fucking like hip-hop but you gotta bridge that gap yeah and so it's like so in my sets do i you know i can i play and can i play both can i do you know and i and i think yes and i think don't worry about the ones who you think might not like it because eventually they'll come around yeah if it's if it's pure and raw as we said before you know like and you 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 slowly start to build bridge that gap the ones that aren't liking it are the ones that are kind of torn away because they're they're you know holding on to strict fucking rules and from based on their own insecurities for whatever reason why they can't like something and so they'll you know sometimes that exclusivity is what can make that new genre that new niche you know give it it's like it's authenticity sure absolutely yeah and um like i'm trying um i don't know like 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 you said with the haters too like i i I, want to it's going to be hard to block that shit out. Yeah. But you got to do it. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, you're already in it. Yeah. You got to, you just got to, you know, you just got to be, you, you're, you've got a lot of fans, man. You got friends, you got homies, you got to, you belong to an already 
very, very strongly supported group of, of individuals yeah. who fucking... And that, that's a skill, I think. Yeah everybody at some point is going to have to really learn. Yeah. You know, because you're never going to avoid that. So you might as well learn to not embrace it, but live with it, you know, find your way to cope and do that. So as we're wrapping up right now, is there anybody that you want to plug any events that you have coming up? Anything that you want Um, to, if you get the chance, it's a little late notice, but, and most people are going to live. So it's kind of a no go for like a lot of people, but we still made it happen. But we're, um, I'm going to be performing on a bunch of different sets at the Ernst Festival the weekend after uh, Lib in okay. Mariposa, right next to Yosemite. Okay. One of my favorite festivals because it is that festival like that we talked about with the Roots. It's, an, it's like underground bass. It's like the best of all the underground bass with some of the best of like... Yeah, kind of not mainstream at all in any way, but like they'll be on some sure. huge lineups because they're that fucking good sure, sure. type of names, you know? And so I'm going to be playing fucking just happens to be every set that I'll be on is on Kevin and Williams fucking Hennessy's combined with uh, the Staz Dope Records, which I'm doing an EP for. They're bringing their set of Hennessy's and combining them into this massive system that I'm going to be blessed to fucking perform on a bunch of different sets on um but yeah like i so i'm kind of just focusing on that and then like i was focusing on finishing school and then now i'm kind of like starting to start piece together like a plan for the future because you know like i want to of course i want to start touring pretty soon but i think first i want to like release a bunch of music Mm -hmm. and get that kind of established um so that people have something to because right now all i have on my soundcloud is like 10 old school hip-hop songs which are fucking fire i i love some of them Mm -hmm. but i want a lot of this new bass music stuff to be there too because i like i you know that's like that's like the crowd i'm gonna be kind of that's the direction you want to move yeah Yeah, that's where i'm moving so i don't know i'm it's crazy man like it's happening all so fast that it's like Mm -hmm. I like my brain's like, all right, well, where do you start? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would. My, my only advice, yeah, and it's, it's not, just, I mean, whatever, whatever you say, because I'm in the same mode basically. Yeah. And it's just that, you know, don't think too, too much on the yeah. where you need to be because yeah. it will fall into place. So yeah. Just keep doing, keep moving, keep going. You're doing great. You. From what I've, what I've heard, I, I really enjoyed it. That's why we both were in agreement that, you know, like, fuck, we got to bring this guy on the podcast. Oh, yeah. When he told me, I was already <laughs> like, dude, I was thinking about to, like, oh, yeah. that was one of the names I was going to bring up because after it. last week and I was like, yo, how do I, how do we not know him? Like, he's yeah. fucking dope. Yeah. Like, and you, exactly. <laughs> and, you know, you're, you're, you're friends with all the homies and stuff. And, yeah. you know, we're looking forward to as uh, with Art in the Park as we start to get more going more and more you know i'm i'm going to start to try to bring more artists in that are not necessarily just dj's as well yeah. you know more people that are doing yeah, like like you know bands live yeah. stuff open mic night uh, open mic type stuff yeah. as well as mixing it up and i'm sure that you know the other the other all of the other crews that are that we've been talking yeah. about that are been so coming together and doing these things yeah. as it's it starts to go like we have no doubt that there's always going to be a place for you in that you know yeah. and so we're really excited about it you know you're Me just too. you're just adding one new piece into that gauntlet that we're talking about that one added spice into there that's going to create this fucking you know crazy fucking pot. beautiful stew that's going to yes. you know liven up yeah. uh, the world and change it for the better right. in some sort of way so Thank you fucking a lot Thank for coming you. on the show, Thank man. You. Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank yeah, you for we, having me. I absolutely. appreciate it. 
I'm it's, so glad to be here. It's been fucking fun, dude. Oh, yeah. So, Phil, is there anything else that you need to let people know about coming? anything coming up? The only thing I got to promote is this uh, thing called Art in the Park coming up. Oh, yeah. That, that's kind of cool. You know, yeah. sure. But I'll let Always you take cool. that one. Right, this Sunday, we've got an Art in the Park. Uh, it's going to be our Monster Mash Art in the Park. It's our seventh um, time doing it. But we've had such oh, amazing turnouts from everybody. Everybody's finally coming together. We've got some amazing live uh, musicians playing. Um, we've got... You know the elixir bar there. We've got lots of artists contributing, and and this this month's going to be a monster theme. So, dress as a monster, come out and make some monster yes. uh, canvas, make whatever. Some monster noises. Yeah, and then right after that, <laughs> we've got retreat OC over at uh, in Mission Viejo at uh, retreat. We got the K tribes oh, nice. taking it over. Detmer's so, doing that. Or? Detmer's doing that, and nice. Detmer and Kiros and the K tribe fellows. So Kiros you like some boys, good yeah. unst unst boots and cats. Go out there and get your fill of boots and cats. It's going to be a long day. We're going to fucking kill it. Um, Yeah, so that's all I've got for you. And, of course, follow Psychedelic Lions Den, psychedelic underscore lions underscore den, to check out all the dope artists, all of my friends that I really fucking love, and their art is just completely inspirational. Check out, uh, you know, uh, my personal Instagram at hoodretstuff with 3S. Where can they find you, Chase? You can find me at soundcloud.com slash Chase Nugent. Last name spelled N-U-G-E-N-T, like fucking Ted. You should know this. <laughs> cat scratch fever. You do you have a cat? Do you, do you have a cat? And have you ever been scratched? Well, you know that shit sucks. Or do you watch a shitload of Fox News? Because that shit also sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he likes them guns. He, li- yeah, right. he likes them Got guns. But, oh, uh, so, yeah. yeah. And then while you guys are at that, of course, do not forget. If you remember one thing from this episode, it's that you remember to subscribe to this show. So you do get it. us right into your podcast player every Thursday. And that's right. We are fully syndicated all over the place now. So proud of that shit. So we have got... Yes, that's right. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. um, Spotify. You can probably find us at Denny's. You know, like, we're that good. And, of course, the biggest one right now, Spotify. (laughs) So Straight up. Go ahead. Tell some friends about us. Love us. Go check us out on social media. That is at Cast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna be selfish. I'm gonna just let that end right there. <laughs> well, there we go. Well, thank you so thank much you for fucking guys. for coming on, dude. I I felt Love really inspired by listening to this. Love you too, man. That was very inspirational. That was an awesome. Combo. Hopefully, all of you out there learned a very valuable lesson or a lot of them or you know got some tips on where to go in your creative endeavors um and you know think some positive. anything that'll help you out think positive keep yes. going if it's meant to be it will fucking yes. happen for you just put that energy Fuck out yeah. there all of that love and let it bleed yes